the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to connect to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio Show, where we dive into God's Word and Kingdom topics. Best things we do is give to the needy around us. We are giving to people who are needing groceries and gas to get to work. And as a partner, a percentage of that is going towards people who need it right around us. Come and join me on ltkradio.com. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and welcome to Kingdom Topics, things that we find in Scripture that connect to our everyday. And it's really special to be here with you today because, you know, it's it's not beyond Jesus to want to focus on hunger and this drive to eat and our need in that. And so welcome if you come hungry, because guess what? Like I'm hungry, you know what, four or five times a day. I mean, I just think about how often we're hungry and how funny it is to actually get into scripture about when God is using that drive to get close to him. So so welcome to the show. It's a good day. So I want to just go ahead and start off and connect you to some special things that are coming up. You know, we are seeing the Let's Talk Kingdom radio just touch people's lives and expand into different cities. And if you are looking for updates, I would love for you to go to ltkradio.com and you can find new things that are coming, you know, ways we are actually serving the people around us and the things that are going on there. We would love to see you come into our website and connect to us through any questions you have, any prayer requests, things that you know that you are needing, um, that Let's Talk Kingdom Radio would love to be, you know, of service to you as well. So thank you for being there and partnering with us. Okay, so, you know, as I mentioned, like how funny it is and how connected we are to the hunger in our lives. And, you know, I was laughing at this. You know, it's really true how hunger is a driving force. I mean, think about the holidays that you have, you know, basically circled on your calendar. I mean, these are the places where you're like, not only do I maybe get a day off work, I cannot wait to experience that feast that's coming or, you know, thinking about getting around family and everybody's bringing some of their best dishes and you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait. Like, I'm so excited, you know, to think about that holiday. The holiday may be time off work, but nothing but eating a lot of food too. Or, you know, even if you've had a big day at work and you're coming home, you know, your thoughts are, I really can't wait to sit down and eat and rest, right? I mean, so there is so much of our lives that is planned around this need we have, which is hunger. And um, I was reading actually just in John, and it's this really neat perspective of 
Jesus honing in on something that we all have. I mean, every single one of us wake up hungry. Every single one of us look at the clock around lunch and are like, I'm hungry. I need food. I mean, depending on what you choose to eat, you know, if you're trying to do a shake or something for lunch, or if you're going for, you know, a meal, you know, you're just sitting here thinking about food. I mean, my daughter, (laughs) just a little story about her, you know, she is blessed to be a cook and we're watching this develop in her. But when the, the thing that's so funny is that she thinks about food planning all the time. I mean, she is thinking about when we need to go to the store and how much of those items we need to get and trying to plan meals, you know, for the next few days. I mean, she's even gotten into a rhythm of prepping breakfast for her. So she has breakfast and it's just quick on the go. And I mean, I'm laughing at her watching this develop in her, but it's this amazing connection that she has with food, you know, and I'm watching this grow and her cook more and, and plan recipes. And, you know, isn't it funny? Cause even though this is like a desire of hers and truly a talent, um, it's around hunger. I mean, it's connected to her hunger, but then it's connected to other people's hunger too. And the need in her life potentially could be driving her into a job. I mean, I just think that's amazing. You know, and to think that God did all this on purpose, you know, I mean, he's moving us as people, you know, closer to things because of the hunger that we have, right? Now, don't go too deep yet. Like, don't go into too many deep things yet, because I want to read something to you that is really unique, but connected to how the kingdom works. Like, You know, knowing where we are in a moment, taking care of us in that moment, and then moving us further. So I know I'm setting us up for that, but I want you to hear this, like, from the simple perspective of just somebody being hungry. Let me read this to you, okay? So we're in John 6. The day following when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there, um, except for the boat the disciples had entered, and they knew that Jesus was not with the disciples. Okay, that's a whole amazing story there, but we'll keep going. Okay, so they knew that um, the disciples were alone, so they decided to go, and here they are. So uh, when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples in that boat, they also took shipping, which means they just decided to go look um, in their boat for Jesus, and they came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? Now, isn't this fantastic language? Like, so when did you get here? <laughs> That's what they're saying. We've been looking for you. Like, when did you get here? Right? Um, and it's such a great greeting because I'm reading actually from the section right after the feeding of the 5,000. And then there's another big story right after that too. But all these things are connected. You know, these people saw Jesus feed 5,000 people that were counted. We know there were more that were there. So Jesus did a miracle that connected to hunger in a significant way. And there are people now looking for him the next day. Let's think of this. Like, now, isn't this true? Like, you know, you you find a good sandwich somewhere. You're like, man, I can't stop thinking about that sandwich that I had yesterday. Like, 
can I get back there and have another one? I mean, you know, I love like repeat food, you know, something that I have eaten or enjoyed and it's still like in my mind or I can taste it. I'm going, oh, I still need to have that. You know, that's what's going on here. Isn't that beautiful? So like Jesus fed all these people. And of course, there were tons of baskets left over. And, you know, it'd be fun to learn about what happened to all those leftovers. I don't know where all that stuff went, but, you know, um, what it would mean that we would connect right now to this moment of hunger where these people who had experienced a miracle yesterday were hungry again today, literally hungry, like in their bellies, like a tangible, I need food, you know, like I'm hungry, I'm dizzy. I'm kind of at that point of low energy, whatever it is, like I'm needing to get food. And I remember yesterday, you know, the food that I had that Jesus just somehow provided for us was some of the best tasting food I've had, you know, like, and it was so amazing. And we all ate and I was so full. I mean, that's probably even another one. Maybe they hadn't been full for, you know, a couple of weeks. And they were so full. I mean, full. Everybody, it says they were full. And then they still had leftovers. So these people who experienced a miracle yesterday in a tangible way from Jesus are going after him and seeking him again. Now, I can feel myself getting emotional here. I don't know if you can hear it. But like, you know, there is something special about saying to Jesus, you know, as you know, being that person in our lives that. Jesus, I'm coming to you again. Like, I'm coming to you. Like, I just, I believe you did it yesterday. That means you can do it again. You know, once he does something, it's like, well, of course he's going to do it again, <laughs> you know? And and how that we need to be thinking of this group of people in that way, how that we would see it ourselves, how we would connect ourselves to this miracle from God, like God using Jesus to demonstrate how the kingdom works. You know, the kingdom doesn't work in the tangible in the way we would actually have the tangible go. I mean, if so, then that would mean that a restaurant would have to open up right there in front of all the people that Jesus was preaching to. And that's how we would produce the food, right? I mean, that's how we would do it. That's how it would work for us, you know, going to the grocery store, prepping all the food, then cooking it and serving it. I mean, that's how we would do it. But in the kingdom, God is moving things in the spiritual world that are multiplying things tangibly. I mean, wow, let me say that again, because I really think that this is where, you know, I want us to see ourselves kind of this moment right before I take you into what Jesus says here. But it's this place of recognizing we need to be here too. You know, you've experienced something. Maybe it was yesterday. Maybe it was last week. You know, maybe it was just during the night. Whatever it was, you're experiencing this and you've you've had a miracle happen in your life. Like something that cannot be explained. <laughs> like something that is so impossible and it happened. And you know it. Like you know it's got God's fingerprints all over it. It's got the kingdom power on it. It's got favor on it that you can't even explain. And that other people notice. Right? This is exactly how the kingdom works. And this is exactly how the kingdom works. For this group of people who are interested in why a man that looks like Jesus 
has the words that he says and the power that he has. I mean, understand, you know, these people had been looking for a Messiah, but they didn't know who they were looking for. They just knew that he was coming. So to think that he came in their generation, it's like they're just trying to be around him. Like, please teach us what you are doing here. (laughs) Like, what is your plan? You know, what does God really think about this? I mean, these are the people. These are the ones that are sitting there learning. These are the very people who are now hungry to find Jesus again. (laughs) And I mean, this is the emotional part. Let's all start crying in like the knowledge and the power of this. But of course, the way that it gets flipped around in the kingdom is that God is using the tangible miracle and the tangible hunger satisfied to reach the people in a spiritual way. Okay, so this is where we are. This is where I want to take us. All right. So Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not, ye, not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. There it is. Like, And he's saying it to them, but he's not saying it to them in like, oh, you shouldn't be here or in a negative way. He's saying to them, I know why you came. Like yesterday was a real miracle for you. And I did that. I did that on purpose. I did it so that you could recognize the tangible blessing that was coming to you. And now you're coming to me again because you're hungry. You got filled yesterday and now you want it again. Okay, so that's where Jesus is saying, this is why you've come. And the people are like, yes, of course. (laughs) Of course, this is why we came. You fed us yesterday. We had filled up bellies. There were leftovers. I mean, it was so good. And so many people ate. And, And really, I mean, we haven't been able to think about how amazing it was, but we know it was amazing. Okay, this is where that moment is. The people connecting with Jesus again. And he said, labor not for the meat which perish, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. Okay, it's a very beautiful um, language and how it's written there. But this is basically Jesus introducing another thought. You know, when we look at the Bible, we actually are looking at it from knowing all these things. You know, we know who Jesus is. Do you know these people didn't? They didn't know who Jesus was. I mean, they are listening to his teaching. They are drawn to what he is saying. Like he he is beginning to fill up things inside of them. And they're, they're blown away by it all. They don't really know what to think, except I just think I need to be around him again. I mean, he fed me yesterday. Can he feed me again today? I bet he can. I mean, we've got to go find him. So, so he's doing something here that when you're thinking about in the moment of real life, like a real teacher, it's almost like he said, thank you. I know why you've come back. <laughs> I actually want to tell you something else. I want to tell you that there really is another kind of meat. It's not just the fish that you had yesterday. There's another meat that endureth into eternal life. Everlasting life is what it says. And then, of course, this beautiful place. This is just confirmation. But he needed to say this, that that God the Father has sealed. I mean, basically, God has put his stamp of approval on Jesus and what Jesus is saying and how this is going down in these people's lives. Right. So he's saying this. And that's kind of just that moment where he, he needed to include that. 
Um, but these are the people, the people who are connecting and saying, I am learning from you for the first time. You know, we give we give some of the people in the Bible such a hard time and, and it makes me laugh. I mean, I won't spend a lot of time here because it's just really, really funny. But, you know, how true is it? Like in life, I'm a learner. You know, if I'm learning something for the first time, thank goodness there's a first time, right? Like, thank goodness that I'm not looking at the people going you know, to me. Why didn't you learn this before? <laughs> you know, I'm actually in that moment. I'm learning something for the first time time and how exciting that is and that's what that's what this is like that's what this moment is in Jesus perspective in God's perspective he is looking at the people and he is saying you are learning some of these things for the very first time and you know what I want to talk to you about why Jesus is there like not only did he give you a tangible miracle you came to be fed again but guess what that tangible home Hunger is leading somewhere else, and Jesus is getting ready to reveal this. Okay, so let's walk through this moment of how beautiful this actually is. So Jesus said unto them, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Now, remember, they know the law and they know from their perspective how to do things and how to make things right. Um, by a certain regimen, okay? But Jesus answered and said to, to, to them, This is the work of God, and ye believe on him who he hath sent. And they said therefore unto him, What sign showeth then that ye may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. It is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat, okay? And then Jesus said unto them, Okay, so hold on. Let me pause there because, you know, this is great. This is that moment where somebody who's been a learner of something else, they've been a learner of the law. That's all they've known. I mean, they've also known, you know, what's happened in the desert, you know, with Moses and and all the amazing things that got these people, you know, basically into the life they have now. So they know these things, right? So they're coming to Jesus with what they know. And what they know is, well, you know, there was mo there was uh, manna in the desert, you know, and they were they were eating it there, and Moses was there. Don't you remember, you know, how all of this came? And I loved that because it's not like a I'm I'm dumb to what you're saying. It's they're actually interacting. This person, uh, kind of representing the whole crowd, is interacting with Jesus in this brand new way. Like, whoa, okay, so this man who gave me food yesterday and thousands of other people, he's now interacting with me. So I, what I know is this is how it went down before. Like, so what kind of sign are you going to show me, you know, about what you're talking about? Like the fact that there really is meat that is everlasting and you're talking about, you know, even yourself and God, you know, what I know is that when we needed a tangible food, it actually came, you know, we came and, and, and Moses and, you know, the Israelites experienced that. Okay. So this is them connecting, but speaking through what they already know. And then Jesus coming in. Okay, here we go. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my father giveth you the true bread from heaven. 
For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Now, they have never heard this before. It's not like Jesus had, you know, a poster and a ton of marketing around him and all these other people giving reviews about who he was. These are brand new people to who Jesus actually is. And he is saying to them, listen, I know that you know the the law, you know, how to do something, maybe the regiment of something. I also know that you are connected to the miracles that God did among Moses. But Moses didn't give you that manna or give them that manna. Um, It was actually God from heaven. And then how he connects this so they get it. Like this is a good teacher, but he's connecting it. And he is saying The bread of God, which cometh down from heaven, which is exactly, you know, how all this went down for them, you know, that they're given life unto the world. Now, he's explaining himself, but he is connecting to the fact that the manna that they recognize was not obviously given by Moses. It was given by God. Right. And this manna, you know. (laughs) would would show up it would just show up and i mean that is a cool story um you know how god provided for them and the timing of it and then even how he had them take breaks on the sabbath i mean wow it's a really cool story we may go into that at some point but what it means that they are aware of what's happened in the past Now it's completely colliding with a miracle they had just experienced yesterday. And that's what's going on in this person. And so now Jesus is saying to them, there is a bread of God. There is something (laughs) that is coming from heaven. And it is meant to be basically that everlasting life, right? Give life unto the world. And then said they unto him, this is the man saying unto Jesus, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. Now, that small term (laughs) says to me, I understood what you just said. I I get it. Like, not only did you just connect the, the bread and the fish that I ate yesterday, which was the meat you described today. You said there's meat and it has everlasting life. I, I mentioned the manna and how that we know that was such a miracle, such a miracle. And, and of course, people seen it come through Moses, right? Which is just really interesting. He, he was such a hero, you know. Um, but for Jesus to say, listen, that bread, the, the bread of life, the bread that is everlasting. So meat is everlasting and the bread of life, right? That is what's being described here. That that bread of life is coming from heaven and it is meant <laughs> to bring life unto the world. So Jesus is saying, listen, it is coming out of heaven. And that person is sitting there connecting all the dots. They're connecting everything. You know, there's no condemnation here that they didn't know it already. And there's no condemnation that they're coming to Jesus over hunger. Literally, their belly is hungry. You know, Jesus is using that to say, I understand your human need. I understand why it makes sense to go back to the source of where you received food yesterday. But I am letting you know, you are ready to hear something else. Your body, your mind, your curiosity, all the things inside are lining up to hear this message. And here it is. (laughs) 
There is a bread of life coming from heaven that will restore the world. It's going to bring life into the world. And the man said, okay, I am ready to receive this bread. He, it's almost like what he did is he let go of what he assumed the manna was going to be now. You know, so if manna happened, then it's going to happen now. It's like he said, there is a new bread. And I'm ready to receive it. And that is where I want us to be today. Like this place of recognizing that God is among us. He is sitting here using the tangible things in our world. And he is applauding us, taking us new steps into new thoughts and leading us into places of life. And that is what is happening here with this man right in front of Jesus. And so I want this to bless you like in such a way where you're recognizing maybe yourself. You're recognizing someone else on a journey and you're cheering on every single brand new step into what Jesus is confirming and and highlighting, maybe making clear, maybe blessing. Maybe there's an alignment that's happening in you. And so I actually speak that over you, that that you would be aligning with new thoughts, that your body and your responses and your laughter and your humor, like all the places in your life that experience God, they would be aligning with the new thoughts that he is giving you, the places of life. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. I want to invite you to become a financial partner of Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. With you, we are able to move into new cities. We're able to expand into different kinds of media, and it's so exciting. But I want to tell you one of the best things we do is give to the needy around us. We are giving to people who are needing groceries and gas to get to work. And as a partner, a percentage of that is going towards people who need it right around us. So please consider becoming a financial partner. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.